0: Hello
1: and welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast sex and intimacy series. If you are listening to this episode, you are listening to a new intro. So welcome back or welcome to your first episode. Uh, please listen all the way through this intro. Um, I've For the last few episodes, I've had a repeat intro on to kind of preface this material. However, as we wrap it up, we have about four or five more episodes here in the sex and intimacy series. And I just want to touch base about what's going on, what's happening and where everything's going because we wrapping up the sex and intimacy series, we are also wrapping up season two. And I'm really excited about that. Really proud Season two brought us over 100 episodes, over a year long, and over 10,000 downloads, over 11,000, and I know we'll push past 12 and possibly 13 before the end of this season. So I just want to start by saying thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in this sex and intimacy series has just caught fire and is creating so much commotion in the world. And you guys are, you know, giving me feedback. You're sharing it with people. It's opening up new doors. I'm hearing from people I've never heard from. And it's just truly incredible because that is, that is my commitment. And that's something that when I visualized having this entire resource available for people, that it truly would act somewhat as let's say, an adult sex ed class. We haven't covered every single topic. A lot of them are put together. So it's not a type A, one size fits all kind of um, (laughs) format. However, it is highly educational, highly insightful and very thought provoking. So it's done exactly what I would hope it was going to do. And it's only going to continue to do more of that. So I just want to thank you again for listening and thank you for sharing. If this is your first time hearing one of these episodes, No matter how you found it, I want to be the first to welcome you to the Hearts and Leash podcast and thanks for tuning in. There is so much available in this podcast. That being said, we are going to wrap it up. As I mentioned, we have about four or five more episodes in this series and in this season. And what's going to happen after that is Miss Abigail is going to go uh, incognito for a minute. I am going to partake in Disappearing December. I heard it from Gary V, and I was like, oh, hell yeah. I could tell, my whole body told me like, you just needed a reason, bitch. <laughs> so I am gonna take advantage of Disappearing December. I really set this series up to pretty much wrap up in the beginning of December. And so what I'm gonna do is I won't be on social media I won't be publishing podcast episodes. There's plenty to listen to binge on do whatever, especially during the holiday season, I have learned to honor this holiday season and, uh, and the winter season as a time to hibernate and rest and restore and that is exactly what I'm going to do. And I would highly encourage you to consider doing the same. And so, uh, you will see me back in January. And then in January, we are going to launch a top 20 countdown of the hearts on podcast. We did this between season one and season two, and it was so much fun. (laughs) And so that gives you plenty of time between when you hear this and, um, and January to listen into to your favorite episodes, share your favorite episodes. We have plenty of guests that if, um, you can bump them up, it's going to be so exciting. And I just have to tell you the sex and intimacy series, my, uh, sexual history is the number one right now. The number one listened to episode is my sexual history. <laughs> and then, um, Make That Money, Honey is one of my other favorite recorded episodes, and it is up there number two. And currently, Nicholas Dolfe, uh, his episode, Getting Rid of Anxiety with Ease, is uh, number three. And so it's just really great to see that we are opening our hearts. We're interested in expansion and what's available in unleashing our hearts. And so I just acknowledge you for listening in. I really can't thank you enough because this is my passion on display. This is my heart unleashed, and it's so much fun to share with you. And so I will be joining you again in February for launching season three of the Hearts Unleashed podcast. Y'all, I am so excited to even say this kind of stuff. It is so amazing. With that being said, um, we are going to jump into these last couple episodes. And I am going to reread the intro for this series, because if you, it is your first time, I still do want to preface it and introduce myself. Uh, If you've heard the intro before, feel free to skip over it. And uh, again, don't forget to share this Hearts Unleashed podcast. You guys were truly turning dreamers into doers by create, by sharing what's available in exploring your heart and doing the work around emotional intelligence. So thank you. Uh, It is such a pleasure to welcome you to the Sex and Intimacy series. My name is Abigail Gazda, and I am a clarity coach, helping you operate with more freedom, power, and self-expression in every area of life. In my career, I have coached men, women, couples, young people, large and small groups. I have even taught middle and high school physical education and health. During my years in the classroom, I was often the go-to teacher for age-appropriate version of sex and intimacy for my students. I taught teens about puberty, menstruation, sex, STDs, pregnancy, parenthood, consent, and non-consent. And for those of you who are just joining us here at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, we have been talking about all of these topics. So I invite you to join in and go and listen to the other episodes. Because in my time as a teacher, I have really developed the skill to talk about these topics. And I really relate to myself as an expert in this field with the qualification to teach you guys about them in these episodes. As a teacher, I have talked to kids about suicidal thoughts and self-harm. They've shared circumstances that made me want to adopt them. I walk them through healthy coping mechanisms and empowered living strategies. I taught them clear and direct communication. I supported them in helping their own friends and family through troublesome times. I've supported many people of all ages come out of closets of all types. I have explored the hearts and minds of many as they have learned to master and unleash them. That said, this Hearts Unleashed podcast sex and intimacy series is a great place to find out if we are speaking the same language and if it is time for us to be working together and I can meet your current needs. I will be straight with you, though. Health and wellness class with Ms. Gazda is a serious one. I do not take teaching this information lightly because I am very aware that so many of us have not been talked to honestly about this topic. I found this very true when opening the discussion with the group of sophomores and telling them Listen, guys, I want you to ask me the honest questions that you have so I can get you the answers that you need. You are not going to shock me, scare me, or knock me off my rocker. It is the same as asking a doctor. I'm a professional and I intend to educate you on the topics that you have questions about. I want you to ask the questions that you're afraid to ask your loved ones because I don't want you to go out finding the answers the hard way on your own. Please ask the questions that you need and know that there's no shame or judgment coming from here. You guys, I told that to high schoolers and they understood it. I know that you get it too. I know that you have questions, and I know that some of this information will provide you answers or provide you the opportunity to look within you for those answers. I found this so incredibly important to explain to the kids because I knew I wanted to make a true difference in their life, not in my classroom. I want to make a difference in your life, not with my podcast. I operated with the intention that most any of these lessons that you learn here on the podcast or in my classroom would clear a few branches off of your path. I would feel so happy to shine my light a little brighter to show the way a little farther. I happily accept my intuition to share this information with you as well. It feels like a duty and an honor Much of what I will share in this series is my expression of universal consciousness. No matter what I say or how I say it, I speak the language of love and I speak from the heart. And if I am ever not, you can count on me saying that too. I do my best to educate, promote, and facilitate understanding and self-mastery of the human condition. This series will provide you a new lens through which to contemplate the topics of sex and intimacy. I personally would rate this context PG-13. It is a mature audience topic. However, I would not use age to determine maturity for this topic, or any topic for that matter. Young, developing ladies and gentlemen would be greatly served by this information. That said, I will be speaking about the topics of sex and intimacy candidly. Listen to these episodes, assuming responsibility and maturity. I would also invite you to listen with an open heart, mind, and being. Honestly, if you are listening this far by now, I simply want to acknowledge you for your commitment to expansion. I try to imagine each and every one of my listeners. I wonder about your life and how I get to serve you. I pray for guidance, confidence, and trust, just like you, for you, with you, and to serve you. I am honored to present the Sex and Intimacy series, as every aspect will impact your life for the better. Thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. And you guys, as you saw in the title of this episode, we have a threesome going on here today. (laughs) I am so excited to introduce my guest, Alyssa Leahy. Is that how you say it? Yes, -ah Leahy. Leahi, Alyssa Leahy, and she is a coach. At age 39, while navigating an unexpected divorce, Alyssa was diagnosed with breast cancer and thyroid cancer. Rebuilding physically, emotionally, and financially took more courage than she ever thought possible. Today, she is surviving and thriving by helping others reconnect with their inner warrior, artist, and exhibitionist, which I am so excited to talk about. <laughs> she is the creative force behind Tattoo Be, a temporary body art for breast cancer survivors and topless goddess, a mentorship for reclamation and change. And I have to share how I met Alyssa at this luncheon, this networking luncheon. And she started to share how she actually also coaches men around divorce and self-love and expression. And I just, as soon as she started talking about this, you guys, I had, I knew I had to have her on to talk to you and especially our men listeners. Like I pay attention to these statistics, you guys, I see who's watching, I pay attention. And I'm constantly trying to serve you with the information that we're bringing and men, we want you to know that we care about you as much as this women movement. I have two ladies on here who are just, who have spent their career supporting men. And so I also have another guest on here, Michelle Lyons, who is a certified sex coach who also holds a master's in expressive arts therapy. This is so cool, you guys. She specializes in coaching single men to access confidence in their sexuality and themselves so that they can create authentic passionate relationships. She believes in finding one's full sexual expression, which y'all know we've been talking about that on here on the sex and intimacy series. So, finding one's full sexual expression can bring vitality and a sense of well-being to clients she works with. She has worked with inmates, homeless veterans, and many individual clients, but mostly men. All men, Michelle? Yes. All men. Okay. And I actually met Michelle a couple years ago already at another networking, a speakers network, and she shared some of that information before. And it's just to know that there are women serving men in the world. And and ladies, I'm gonna bring in right here, but to know that there are women serving men in the world, especially in this time where there's a lot of women movements going on, it's so refreshing to see. And um it's also just really exciting because I don't think especially here on the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We have a lot of people who are listening in who are new to self-development or transformation or really stepping into authentic expression. And I feel I feel very committed to having men understand there's so many resources available. So just thank you for the work that you do in the world. Thank you. You're welcome. You're us. Yes. And so Alyssa, please share a little bit with us, number one, about your journey, but then kind of how you got into working with men.
0: It's interesting when I tell people what I do and I say I help men get their mojo back after unhealthy relationships, one of the most common responses I get is, wow, I never would have thought of that or thought that that's a thing. Or how did you come up with it? How did you think of it? And I say the same thing. I never would have thought of it either. It completely found me. Because the major ruptures in my life, which were divorce and breast cancer and the thyroid cancer, ultimately were healed because I was in a very nurturing space with women and with sisterhood. And I was allowed to be very vulnerable, but also held accountable to not being a victim. So yeah. it was very, very empowering. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> and ultimately, I wanted to empower other women. Mm -hmm. And I set out on a mission to be more visible with both the tattoos and the body art and all this goddessness, women on the rise, all the things. And what I found Mm -hmm. was that as much as we were being of service to each other, there were more and more men that were coming to me very shy, uh, very quiet, not in their personalities, but in that very quiet ask of sort of, can I have a piece of that too? Right. I could use someone to talk to someone that I trust someone to hear my story and um, let me know, you know, is, am I weak? Am I pathetic? Is there something wrong with me because I have these creative intuitive tendencies because I've been rejected And um, so it's my honor and my privilege to reflect back the hero that I witness in these men and help them get back on their feet and get their confidence. I love that.
1: And you said something right there. They come to me, not in their personalities, Mm. right? Like there's, such a stigma around the man being male masculine um, unfazed impenetrable invincible like all the things yeah. but there's this gentle i want to say crawl like but this gentle touch on like hey i might not be doing all right or <laughs> so what's that experience how are you able to detect that
0: you know it's funny we talked about this a little bit when we met the first time i will often see it in the eyes You know, it's a tenderness and a gentleness in the eyes. And I sometimes take it as my responsibility to just keep talking and telling my story and letting them um, talk about the clients, the men that I've worked with and what pain points and frustrations they were having uh, and what transformations they've gone through. And then usually through my giving it that amount of space and ease, A man will self-identify with the circumstances that I'm describing. And it's the most beautiful thing in the world when he has the courage to say, I think I'd like to have someone to talk to also. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, they really want to have someone that they can trust. And so it's important. And I really honor that. And it all starts with that initial moment of courage to ask for help or to say, I don't feel 100% like this tough guy this, with this armor and this masculine, I sometimes feel like I'm putting on a show and I'm breaking down inside. Yeah. And when they're willing to say that, that's the, my first opportunity to reflect back the, the greatest strength that, that anyone can ever have, which, yes. is, which is to ask for help. Uh, it's so beautiful. And you know, it's kind of
1: twisted in a way, or it's, it, we've, we've managed to twist up the idea of courage right? With bravery and strength. And we collapse all three of those and men are expected to be brave and strong, but the true courage to say, I'm not all right. I could use a hand. I could really use someone to talk to. Um, and be, and you also made me think, I would love to ask, do you serve men only on the phone or only in person? Cause you'd mentioned about seeing it in their eyes.
0: Yeah. So it's usually, I have the opportunity to meet them in person or um, they've been referred by someone who knows me well. And that's important to them. And I understand that, um, you know, there's oftentimes multiple touch points because, mm-hmm. you know, sort of dip in the toe in the water and they want to get to know me. And, and I respect that very much. And it's very much an act of courage. And some of them are more comfortable on the phone. They don't necessarily want to, you know, and, and I will say, when I can sense a lot of emotion coming up, I will sometimes invite them to just mute the phone. Mm. And say, I'll sit with you or we'll do as, you know, we'll do an awkward silence. Or if you don't want me to hear you um, cry, I invite you to mute the phone and have as much or as little privacy or space as you need around that. Yeah. Um, I also though meet with people in person. I, it's not one size fits all. I have a client that loves to take me to lunch. It serves him to be... At lunch with a woman in an engaging conversation, and, and he feels more empowered that way yeah. and one likes to meet in nature. So I really help the man cultivate his own understanding of where does he feel both strong and vulnerable, but also safe and um, like himself for sharing.:
1: sure. yeah. yeah, thank you for sharing. And um, I'd love to ask Michelle the question too is, how do you work with men? Is it
2: all in person? Is it over the phone? I usually work with men in person mm-hmm. since I'm an expressive arts therapist as well and use the arts with yeah. my coaching. Yeah. It's usually in person and sometimes it's through Zoom as well. Yeah, And I want to play back what Alyssa said about, and also what you said, Abigail, about men having this idea that they have to be a certain way that they grew up basically what I call is a man box that mm-hmm. they really only have the ability to share a couple emotions mostly anger and maybe some happiness mm-hmm. and all the other range of emotions is not available to them mm-hmm. and I find it an honor to work with men to help mm-hmm. them get out of the man box and realize that that there's a lot more that they can express without the shame of, Mm -hmm. of those old messages telling them that they can only be a certain way. Yeah. And that women have had so much more in the women's movement and support that I feel really sad that men haven't had that much support and it's time for them and it's going to be good for everybody for men and for women too.
1: Oh, I'm so with you on that. We've prioritized women and that's great and that's fine, right? But at the same time, we can't leave anyone behind. Like it just doesn't serve anyone to leave anyone behind. And um, back to you, Liz, I, I, you know what really caught me when, at that luncheon was the way that you shared the work that you do about after a breakup. So tell us a little bit about how like men rebound with you instead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's true. I'll say rebound to a coach, right? Yes. um, Again, just exactly as Michelle mentioned, there's not access to certain types of emotions. And sometimes their only access to it is through engaging with a woman and her feminine energy. And so that mirroring that takes place. Mm -hmm. And to access that, to stay in touch with that, often if it's a mom or a sister, but usually it's not intimate enough in those settings. So it's why, you know, I've heard it said um, in a sort of critical way that, you know, men can't be alone there's, there's the archetype of like the bachelor, but really I remember sitting at a coffee shop with my ex-husband very, very shortly after we split. And it was, he's the one that initiated the split. And he said, the only thing I know in this whole world is that I do not want to be in a relationship. I'm exhausted. I need time for myself. I'm, you know, I, all the things and within, two or three months he was in a relationship and i was the one that ended up getting the years of time to myself to explore to cultivate my gifts and my inner knowing and to be in sisterhood and and all of that so i i understand that being having a female's perspective and having a female that will be honest and intimate but um, but with the boundaries of a client coach relationship, it's a beautiful way for a man to access those feelings within himself and know that they're safe for him.
1: You really hit a nail on the head about because this episode, this threesome episode, is coming out after the Monday episode of the dance with the feminine and masculine, and the dance between the feminine and masculine. So we just had this conversation, and you you hit it right there. Is like there are just certain parts of men and women that we don't fully have access to or being able to integrate them without the partnership, right? And so just such a beautiful point there. What do you have to say about that, Michelle? About, say it again, the question? Yeah, about just that dance between the masculine and feminine, because you coach men, and I'm sure that you as a woman pull so many different things out of them than if they were to choose to work with a man. And so what do you see about that, that really
2: great combination, I would say? It's very, very exciting to sit in a room with a man who is starting to delve into his emotions. And for me to be able to hold those emotions. Because as a woman, I have experienced a lot of the depth of sadness, fear, uncertainty, and that I have the ability to hold those emotions mm-hmm. and not be afraid of the emotions and even, and also anger, not be afraid of the anger and Not try to change the subject or try to squish the the emotions, but to even elicit more emotions. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. And so what sort of work do you
2: do to do that, to open that space and hold that space? Well, one of the things I do is, especially around sexuality, Mm -hmm. is... I'll ask the man a a question about his current sexuality and how does he feel about it? Is he confident in the bedroom? Does he like sex? Does he feel guilty after he has sex or even guilty if he's masturbating and he'll give certain answers. And then I'll ask him, well, when was the first time that you started getting these messages?
1: Yeah.
2: And, Oftentimes it's, you know, when, when men are young and caught masturbating, when you know, or they might have gotten caught with one of their childhood friends that they were doing, you know, so maybe they were uh, doing role playing or showing each other their parts, normal things that all children do in sexual yeah. development. And they got caught and they got horribly, horribly shamed mm-hmm. from an adult. Yeah. And that can affect how they are interacting with their partner or their partners that they, mostly the men are single, but the partners that they have had yeah. and how this affects their, their sexual life. And it really affects their expression of who they really wanna be. Yeah. They don't wanna be this person who's shy and you know, who, who doesn't have maybe sexual energy, but and underneath they really have a lot of sexual energy. Mm-hmm. but something has told them that that's not okay. Yeah.
1: Man, just great points you're making that I really think you you're putting words to things that many people haven't experienced, they don't know, they didn't realize how far back this mm-hmm. can go. And you know, I thought it was so perfect to have you both on cuz Alyssa, you really work with people coming through that breakup part and then and you help them to accept and express and then with Michelle, you really I'm interested to know where your men will start too. And then um, I'm hearing, Are you do you work with a lot of single men? Are, do you work with men in relationships as well? Both
2: the, the question stands for both. In general, I work with single men yeah, who might not have had a lot of relationships uh-huh. and who are interested in wanting a relationship. Yeah. I hear
1: that for, from both of you is like they, they really do know that there's more to them and more possibility for them. How about you, Alyssa?
0: Yes, same. And it's such a joy to work with them and to hear how much they love not only want relationship, but love women. I mean, it's great to just (laughs) sit there and receive all the beautiful (laughs) things they have to say about women, right? That feels so good. Um, it's been a little bit different. Each person has been a little bit different for me. I've had, um, clients that have come out of really toxic, narcissistic, you know, codependent relationships, and there's a lot of healing, um, that needs to happen there. And a lot of detachment from the relationship. Yeah. I've also had, Mm -hmm. um, clients that, actually ended back up in a relationship with the same person, but on completely different terms. Yeah. So that's really beautiful um, to see too. And I don't tell them what to do by mm. any means, right? We, we go through it together and they process and I, I get an understanding. And I'm, on a lot of levels, I can validate for them um, because mm. there's they get so many mixed messages and they're so willing to give their... Power away because of a lot of things. But yeah, I would say it's been very different for a lot of my clients. Some of them yeah. have been, gone back to relationship, um, others need a lot of space before they're going to do that again.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you said something, and it hit me like a brick to just acknowledge both of you for really being the voice and representation for women, like all women for these men. You know, you get to heal the woman wound that can, I'm sure you guys experience the mommy stuff come mm-hmm. through, dad stuff come through. And so, um, I would love to ask for you guys to share maybe one of your favorite transformations or something just so, uh,
2: just heart belting.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: sure. I'll, I'll share. Yeah. Um, okay. I had a client who, who had very few relationships and with the art that we did, I had, we were into the, to my program about six sessions and he did many art pieces about what it felt like to be lonely, what Mm -hmm. he, what his current situation felt like, what it felt like when he was in his really insecure place. And his art, as I describe it to you on the, on the podcast, is it's almost like a, a moon scene with some raggedy, jagged mountains. And then there's a lot of space on the ground that has a lot of texture to it and holes in it. And he described what that was for him. And in our midway session, I brought out all the art And I showed him that there was this reoccurring theme in his art. And he realized, looking at the art, he said, I can see how stuck I really am. I have goosebumps all over. Keep going, keep going. In this (laughs) comfort zone of not wanting people and women, especially, to see him. And from that session on, he started to make forward steps, concrete actions to change the situation where he could get in situations where he could have women feedback positive affirmations to him or that he could see that women do see him interesting and attractive and Mm. unique yeah. Yeah, I think
1: that's such an amazing lesson and how beautiful that only through that art was he able to his own art he was mm-hmm. able to see his own block, right? And right. I think it's a valuable lesson for anybody is to like allow your allow yourself to see yourself mm-hmm. and allow yourself to be seen. I don't think that many people in the world realize they're afraid of fully being seen for who they think they are and all the layers to that, but just what a beautiful breakthrough. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Alyssa?
0: Really incredible. I love that with the art. Fantastic. And the patterns to recognize the patterns, Mm -hmm. you know, something Michelle said earlier about anger really stood out to me because I think there's these different types of anger. And I had a client recently going through a big transformation with that and There's the anger that comes because there's been so many repressed emotions and so it it needs to be unleashed. And for many of my clients and this one in particular, there's so much resentment because and and this is something you would typically think of that women do. We give and give and give. We don't think we have expectations, but oftentimes there are hidden expectations because we've set aside our own needs And especially when we've been giving to someone that is not available to receive it or is just doesn't appreciate it. You know, there's that sort of the opposites of the giver and the taker. And um, so there's the moment where so much of the resentment and the anger comes out. And to be the one to to say, I'm not afraid of you and to hold space for that. And that, you know, you can have that and be a man. And I can be a, a woman who's done my work and stand and, and be witness to that and be unafraid. But then to see, and this is what happened with him recently, to see the anger shift into a really healthy, righteous anger that says, mm-hmm. I, you know, because that's the moment that he realizes the value of what he's been giving, the value of his Mm. own heart. In his instant, in his case, it was poetry. He'd Mm. been writing her a lot of poetry, and um, and when we were first worked together, it was oh, I I gave too much. I showed too much of my hand, right? I never should have done that. It was weak. It pushed her off. She must have all the things, and now he's got this righteous like all that beauty, all that creativity, all that, wisdom, all that magnificent artwork that is me, that is of my heart, went to her. Yeah. And in saying that, it's like, yeah, it's like you're handing over something. He saw the absolute value and the gold mm-hmm. that that was. So now he knows to, um, of, I, of course, he will uh, give it again, but first to himself. the power and the value of his own creativity (laughs) yeah so that was magnificent to see him you know
1: yeah that is so beautiful (laughs) it's such a gift when we realize the gift that we are It's like, I get me. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my God, I'm a great significant other. And, yes. and then we start to have some standards. Like that, and that's a whole nother conversation. Um, so I would love to ask both of you, what would you like to say to men who are still hiding in the shadows, still sorting themselves out, having the internal conflicts? Like, What do you want to say
2: to those guys? I want to say... That the world is waiting for you. The world is waiting for your unique and precious gifts. I love the gifts that men bring to the table of being problem solvers, protectors, providers, and the world is waiting for you.
0: Yeah, same because, you know, it's down with the patriarchy, right? Yes. And, and what's going to replace that. Yes. Yeah. It's, these are the men that are being called forward and their gifts. A lot of times I think whether or not they like it, whatever the catalyst is, if it's a broken heart or a loss of a job or whatever it is, really it's their gifts that are being called forward. And I feel it's their responsibility to cultivate them and then integrate it with their strong masculine yes, yes. The next generation of conscious leadership mm-hmm. and for yeah. men that, that will be on par with goddesses such as ourselves. Right? <laughs> Women are waiting for you. So bring all of what you have to the table. Mm-hmm. I
1: love that. And you know, both of your answers, first off, I goosebumps cut the whole time. Like it's just such a cool invitation to hear such an authentic invitation for men. And, um, as you were sharing, I, I I can visually see this fully grown man and he has that warrior essence, but not a, not a war warrior, a warrior of love, a warrior mm-hmm. for his family, for his society, for his community. And it's just, it's, so cool, so cool, and I I really hope for our listeners that they're feeling that energy and feeling that inspiration, and to to reach out to you. And before we begin to wrap this up, I would love to incorporate a little bit, the women. The, we have lots of women listeners. What can we as women do to support our men? I, you know,
0: I would just say pause, mm-hmm. pause, and be a little bit more curious about the men in your life a, a little bit of listening and holding space goes a long long way and um you know men and women are different obviously but we all benefit from the integration of the masculine and the feminine and opportunity for expression in both i also do have women that will say to me things like, Oh, I'm, I'm glad you're doing that sort of insinuating. Mm -hmm. I don't like to be around men when they're in there. Like, like that's, there are a lot of women that do find that really unattractive. Mm -hmm. And I I respect that. I'm not necessarily looking to change that, but to pause and maybe to have some self-awareness around that is important. Mm -hmm. If we, we really want men to come to the table and feel safe. Yeah. hundred percent. Great,
2: great point. Great tip. Thank you. How about you, Michelle? And ditto to that, and I'd like to add about women being aware of their expectations for men that might be, that come from that male box and from the patriarchy of that men can only be certain ways, and for them to see how they're continuing the idea that men have to be that way, like you were saying, Alyssa that they're uncomfortable with men having their feelings or they have a judgment about it or they're not attractive with that to step back and be aware that that men need acceptance in all their expression i love that i would love to add
1: my own tip too is is women do your
0: work. Yes. Heal mm-hmm. your shit. <laughs> because really what happens is women are trying to derive the power from men. So we need them to be indestructible, you know, and yeah. if we have ownership of our own power. Yeah. Then there's room for all of us to flow. Right? Yeah.
1: Sorry to interrupt,
0: but That was a great point, Abigail.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Cause uh, it, I mean, it was very present in a couple different points that you ladies have been making about like, when I look at you and I pick up on your energy, you are women who've done the work. Therefore you are clean, clear, and complete mm-hmm. to hold that space for men to flail and not understand and be confused and be angry. It takes one hell of a woman to hold that space for a man. And just, I, I acknowledge the work that you ladies are doing in the world to help be a part of that shift because um, I interviewed a man on, on this topic that's an episode for men and those confused by them. (laughs) And it's a little, it's much earlier in the podcast, but he explained how we as women, we've had our our own moments of this rise, this anger, this, Mm We deserve something too, or the equality. But truly, when we are given the chance to kind of naturally fall back into our own natural—not gender roles—but the energy of the masculine and the feminine, the puzzle pieces kind of start to fall into place so beautifully. Mm-hmm. And so I just I really acknowledge the work that you guys are doing. And I'd love to ask uh, my favorite question that I ask most guests is, what does it look like for your heart? To be unleashed.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're asking the sex coach.
1: Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Michelle. Go ahead.
2: Well, I would say the biggest thing that is when my heart is totally unleashed is jumping in naked into the ocean. <laughs> and. That's when I feel totally my heart is unleashed. And when I have a bright smile on my face and I invite other people to show their heart and their love. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think all of our expressions on our faces just say it. It's, and it's hilarity, right? It's, I, <laughs> I, it's like, I, I think it's old school, the movie where Will Ferrell is streaking. Let's go streaking. And that's the piece when I talk about reconnecting with your inner exhibitionist yeah because it has less to do really with all of the posturing and uh, you know having a beautiful body it's all that's all great but really that part of you that heart unleashed that wants to just show everybody what you got what you're working with and exactly. um, that self-celebration it's really great yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. um and I'm, I'm really present to the like the work that you do and the way that you are is that fully express that full expression of love. Mm. It's really present. And like, I love that you said, Alyssa, because they get the audio, but they are we're glowing over here. <laughs> <in our places. laughs> yeah. So ladies, it's been such a pleasure to have you on. Please let us know, how can the listeners reach you? Because I can only imagine that this has just opened up floodgates for them. So Alyssa, how can people follow you, reach you, contact you, work with you?
0: Yeah, um, Instagram and Facebook is AlyssaLeahi. Uh, AlyssaLeahi.com. Alyssa it's A L I. S S A L E A H I dot com. You can find me on, and you can also follow Tatubi, which is E-A-T-T-O-O-B-I-E mm-hmm. dot com, and on social because, um, especially for the ladies listening, lots of toplessness, lots of um, hearts up, open hearts, bold self celebration, goddessness. So I love yeah. that. And listeners, we'll be
1: sure to be doing all the links. So um, if you do want to if you can't, um, the spelling, all the things that did I get it right is we're going to be linking you on the blog post. So if you want to make sure you're following them, head over to heartsonleash.com forward/ blog and make sure you look up our threesome episode <laughs> to find links. How about you, Michelle? How can people contact and work with you?
2: My website is michellelyons.com. It's Michelle with 1L Lions with a Y. Mm-hmm. And also Facebook, Coach MK Lyons, also on Instagram. And I will be giving a series of free workshops for single men. And my next one is November 23rd down in San Diego at 32nd and Thorn from 2 to 4. And then I'll be doing a couple, one in December, one in January up in the Encinitas area. Very so cool. For Very those cool. On my Facebook page.
1: Yeah. And we have a good amount of Southern California listeners. We'll do those links and all the awesome stuff. Um, how about you, Michelle, anything you'd like
0: to share events, programs that you'd love to put out there into the world? I typically work with men one-on-one, Perfect. so not events. Um, but if women, again, are listening, I do love to work with women in sisterhood, in circles and retreats. So um, that will be 2020. And if we get to connect, I'd love to share that with any of the women listening.
1: Yeah. Very cool, and I love again. I I can't. I don't think I can possibly acknowledge you, ladies, enough for the work that you do in the world. It's beautiful, and you know, men, women listening, hearts, whoever's on here, um, whatever you got, whatever you're listening to, whatever's opening up for you, lean in on it the way that these ladies have leaned into their gifts and their talents and shared them. Because, Michelle, I think you really nailed. It. It's a great place to wrap up. Is the world is waiting. The world is waiting for that fully unleashed heart of yours. And it's so beautiful when people realize the gift that they are. So Mm -hmm. thank you for being here. Yes. Thank you.
2: Yeah. And
1: yeah, thank you listeners. Thanks for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers.
0: The Hearts Unleashed Podcast is proudly supported by I'm Hearing Stories, an audiobook publisher and producer. Audiobooks are a fun, entertaining, and leading-edge way to break into new markets and spread your story like a wildfire. If you're an author, coach, speaker, or entrepreneur, it can exponentially enhance your credibility in your field and make you quickly relatable. Okay, so good news. I'm Hearing Stories has helped authors like our Hearts Unleashed creator Abigail Gazda turn that dream into a reality. And they can help you too. With I'm Hearing Stories, you get expert guidance to walk you through the murky waters of this process. So here's your inspired action click the link below or go to I'mHearingStories.com and turn your dream of having an audiobook into a reality.